Hey folks, welcome to Life of the Last Frontier, a podcast about science, philosophy, tinkering, traveling, doing things yourself, and just trying to figure shit out. I'm Mike. And I'm Josh. We're your hosts, and we met years ago working in southeast Alaska. Mike grew up a country bum on the west coast. And uh, Josh is from the east coast. He never grew up at all. We have really similar and yet really different opinions and views on the world. And in this podcast, we're going to make you listen to the both of them. Hey folks, welcome to the uh, podcast. This is just Mike today. Um, I am here with Branton and Danny. Josh, he's in Canada, and uh, we're hoping that he would cross paths with us, but uh, he ain't here, so I've got some questions from him for Branton and Danny, and they live on a boat. How long have you guys lived on a boat? Go ahead. (laughs) I don't really know. We moved on last, at the end of the summer last year. So one year. One year, and what kind of boat is this? Or ship dinghy it has a dinghy what is the name of the boat first of <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk well, about let's that talk that's a, a sore subject <laughs> there let's talk about what, that, what did a boat used to be named well it used to be named the brief at ease and what is it now it's, <laughs> it's the donkey on a dinghy and what's because i boat? live with <laughs> a donkey <laughs> this is my dinghy yes <laughs> And <laughs> what's the name of the small boat that's on the back of this big boat? Oh, that's the tiny honey. The tiny the honey. Tiny See, honey. I told you, you always keep calling it the dinky. Or the dinky donkey, the dinky donkey, or the tiny honey. Tiny honey's better. So we we're here with Branton and Danny <laughs> uh, on the uh, donkey on the dinghy, just towing the tiny honey kind of. <laughs> and what kind of? So back to the question: What kind of a boat is this? That's a forty-foot Ponderosa. It's one of the taiwanese boats made in the 80s okay and so this you guys this is the only place you live what's the deal there yes yeah live on the boat we so it's here. a live board <laughs> deal mm-hmm. and i'll give you the rundown so it's got a bedroom in the back yes with a queen bed and a bathroom in the back and then you walk into the living room where there's a helm station you got a like an l-shaped sectional couch and we're currently sitting on the floor of said bedroom or er, uh, living room Mm-hmm. And it's a head, not a bathroom. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Nautical nonsense. Then you got the uh, kitchen with a dinette and then a uh, V berth with a bunk room. Did you say the kitchen? And then, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The galley. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> the galley. <laughs> so, how did you guys end up here? Why? Where'd you come from as far as living? Why were you living there? Because I know where you guys came from. And why <laughs> was this a good option, if not one of the best options, both financially and because... So we were living in a fifth wheel Yes. Um, here in southeast Alaska, which is not ideal for a lot of reasons, mainly... It's cold. It's cold, yeah. yeah. It's really cold. And it's humid. Very humid. So, we so had moist. Th- yeah, moisture. Josh <laughs> 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 would love it. to be here. <laughs> 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 moist. Anyway... He wouldn't make jokes right now that my mother would not accept. (laughs) 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 Well, here in this town that we're currently living in, the rent is kind of comparable to New York City prices as far as rent. So there's not too many options. This is actually like to have your, you guys have two dogs on the boat, by the way, or Mm -hmm. ship or whatever nauticalness (laughs) is proper to call it. And so you guys live on the boat with the two dogs and you have freedom of privacy. And I'm not going to say... We don't need to say 
you know, financial whatever numbers, but it actually works out being cheaper than renting a place in town, right? Oh, it's way cheaper. I mean, I know that, like, if I had dogs and there's two of us, if I want to buy a p- or rent a place, it'd be at least twelve, thirteen hundred bucks, eh? Right. I mean, on the low side. Yeah. Mm. It's and yeah, that's like a room and like probably a shared place. Holy cow! So anyhow, yeah. So why the boat? Other other than that, and why didn't you like where you were living before? <laughs> <laughs> so we were kind of in company. It was kind of like a company housing situation. We had our own fifth wheel, but we were living on company guess, property. Yeah, I guess that's how you describe it. So it just was not very private, and it's a little crowded. It's a lot of riffraff. I don't know, but it wasn't really ideal because for living there year round, um, it did get cold. Uh, the fifth wheeler that we were in was not very insulated, and um, we're in the southeast where there is a lot of humidity, and we're kind of actually situated in the Tongass National Rainforest, so we have huge moisture problems there's just mold everywhere it was yeah. really hard to get the mold under control now yeah. that fifth wheel real quick that was it i remember it because I, I i know you guys and i've seen where it was and it was in the trees so definitely humid what kind of heating did it have well it had a propane forced air heater but it was also a tiny was it a cubic mini oh yeah we did we had a um a small very very small wood stove so it was a grizzly cubic mini i believe yeah yeah it's canadian right yep no but you guys still had a lot of like moisture issues in there right yeah the wood stove didn't and take care of and it and just so people know. know like how cold it get there up in that valley mm, that was actually a, uh, like kind of a cold year yeah. with a lot of ice i think it we had one week no it stayed below zero for two weeks which is unusual here yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's usually zero to freezing in the winters here in southeast alaska so jumping over to the boat moisture issues is it harder to deal with here no it's surprisingly so much easier it is yeah and i think that's because well we are running a dehumidifier around the clock and we pull a lot of water out of that dehumidifier i think it's 70 what is it 70 pints it's a lot yeah it's a lot of water that we're pulling out and then we also use um like damp it in the closets and things yep. but so tell us about tell us about living on a boat boat life and oh. uh do you have anything exciting about our boat life yeah, i would say it's pretty much like owning a house for the most part besides it rocks when it gets windy that's true yeah the first night that we moved onto the boat, I thought we were sinking and I could not sleep because of <laughs> <laughs> the waves outside. So I would make Brad get up every five to ten minutes and go make sure that we weren't sinking. <laughs> but since then, things have kind of gotten a little Calm bit more. Down. Yeah. And then when you bought new ropes to tie up the boat, <laughs> I'm like, I don't trust that. <laughs> a little bit smaller. <laughs> There's a little bit of a learning curve involved with it for sure. But How is it having the dogs on the boat? You know, having to walk them up the ramp, we wait for high tide, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to walk up the ramp. So That's and okay. So bring up why is the ramp a, a thing? The what ramp. is the ramp? The ramp. God, the ramp. So we um, we're I don't even know what our tide. We have like uh, twenty four, twenty yeah. feet tides. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And that's twice a day. Goes up and it goes down, and there's a ramp going from the dock up to the shore. So when it is low tide, that ramp is pretty darn steep. <laughs> it's not bad when it's high tide, though. Yeah, it's like a slow rotation. So you'll wake up, and you'll have a couple months of nice high tide, and then it's the opposite the next couple months. Mm-hmm. 
Taking a little bit of workout on the way to work. Yeah. Unwillingly. Yeah. <laughs> this whole. How do you acquire the boat? Oh my gosh. Mm. Well, <laughs> go for it, Brad. Get to tell that story. Well, we ended up going with this boat. It was this one or Chris Craft. Uh, Chris Craft was nice, but this one was a little bit more updated. Yeah. So we went with this one, and this particular one was in Valdez. And we kind of needed to get it down here by the end of the tourist season. And how far is Valdez from where we are here in Skagway? Mm-mm. By boat or by vehicle? Uh, same mileage on the coast. Thinking, thinking, <laughs> thinking. Hold for answer. Still thinking. Uh, I want to say around 800 miles. Oh, okay. It's closer by boat. Yeah. If you drive, it's a long ways. So I was trying to find a captain. Yep. Not very easy. Nope. Because everybody's fishing. Yes. And I uh, was able to find a friend who knew somebody that was boating in Michigan and thought it would be a cool idea to drive her boat down from Valdez <laughs> in open ocean all the way to Skagway. <laughs> yeah. Seems easy enough. Yeah, they got about halfway. Yes. Got to the open ocean part and then uh, started freaking out. Yep. And then they they called the Coast Guard. The uh, Coast Guard sent out a cutter from, from Seattle. Seattle. So they had a long way up. Um, they rescued them, towed them. I think it was only 70 miles or oh something. Oh, no, they, they didn't even tow them. They just sat next to them and watched them putter 20 miles to Yakutat. 20 miles. So <laughs> And then it, the boat sat in Yakutat, right? Yep, for about a week, I want to say. And then somebody didn't want to go up with me to ride a boat down. <laughs> uh, well, Josh isn't here, so I don't know anything <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny because at that time we were trying to help you all find someone to drive, pilot, drive, whatever the boat, captain the boat down. Captain the river. And I know with my work it was going to be hard for me to get away, but I know that Josh was contemplating going with you up there uh, before you actually found someone. And I have some friends down in Juneau. <laughs> one of them actually works for the Coast Guard, and that but they're super savvy. They're really badass seafaring people. They're both kind of Navy people. And I was like, hey, do you think you and your husband would want to take some time off to bring this boat down? They're like, well, that'd be super cool. When? Um, tomorrow. I, uh, <laughs> we would need a week or two heads up. And, and then they're like, it's kind of getting them talked into it. And they're like, huh, what's the name of the boat? What kind of a boat is it? And I was like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. And it's a blah, blah, blah. Like, wait, brief these. Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to that all day. There's no way we're going to bring that <laughs> thing down. <laughs> it sounds like that thing's about to sink, which, Brad, it turned out it was there was nothing wrong with it. No, there was just a cover going between uh, the heat exchanger, and then it kind of diverts it either to the oil cooler or the after cooler, and it just popped off. Yeah. So all I had to do was go down there, pop it back on, tighten the zip or the little band clamp, and the boat was fine. <laughs> so anyhow, you got a captain. Yep, we found a captain. Nice guy. Nice guy. And uh, flew up to Yakutak before he got there. Never been on the boat, so I didn't didn't really know what w- know too much about it. Yeah, we it. bought yeah. it sight unseen. What I've <laughs> 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 done a few of those. <laughs> what was it like uh, to see the boat? Like your first impressions? No, I thought it was cool. Were you like a little boy inside? <laughs> well, yeah, I crawled into the engine bay. <laughs> it was a little toasty in there, but it was it was it was fun. Uh, turns out, uh, people like to charge stuff anything marine related for services a lot but they're exactly the same to vehicles there's nothing hard about them Mm. yeah the electrical systems are just like houses besides the 24 volt or 12 volt systems but the 120 is pretty much the same so you and uh, the captain brought the boat down 
for yep. the rest of my life. Yeah. Got oh. seasick my first day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how many days did that take? Um, From yak attack, I think it took three. Yeah, it was pretty quick. It was a pretty quick trip. Anything interesting happened then? No. Uh, it was interesting, though, because that was the first time I ever went on a long boat trip. And the first night, we just drifted uh, mm-hmm. when we went to bed. We just kind of parked with a shore on one side, the ocean on the other. And I was like, and we just looked outside. I was like, yeah, it should stay about around the same area. And we look at the GPS in the morning, and the boat kind of just stayed in the same area. I'm like, huh, we don't even need an anchor. <laughs> Not that it was probably a little bit deeper, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was deep. We wouldn't have reached. <laughs> 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 well, cool. So then you got the boat here and you moved right on. Mm-hmm. So now that you guys are, you know, cozied in and everything, how has life changed for you now that you live on a boat? Hmm. Good question. I actually walk dogs. Yeah. That's it. It's a little bit more of an effort. Yeah. We also have to be aware of the water weasels. So we have sea mm. otters that live on our dock. Yes. And they're mischievous and they uh, they can get into everything and anything. So we have to just... Kind of keep everything under wraps. The yeah. dogs might help out with that, eh? I don't know. Maybe. We're hoping it pulls one in the water. Stop <laughs> it. No, we're not. We're not hoping that. It's been cool, though. I mean, yeah. like, you look out your window and you can see jellyfish and things going by. It's kind of neat. I'm about to say, you know, how do you like the kitchen and how that had changed, but I think that might be a for the better from the. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's a huge step up from the fifth wheel that we were in. Honestly, there's like a lot more room and it's just everything stays warmer. I've got no complaints. The only complaint that I have is the bathroom situation. But So <laughs> what's the deal with the bathroom situation? Actually, one of que- uh, Josh's questions is literally, what do you do with your poop? <laughs> <laughs> Good question, Josh. Good question. So we um we have a tank system. So mm-hmm. the it is literally just sucked right out of there. We have a Pull out station on the dock, and uh, yeah, so it has going? a different name. The <laughs> suck out <laughs> station. It's not a pull out. Pull out. Yeah, it's not the glory hole either. It's not <laughs> that, I don't think you could say that on a podcast. <laughs> pump out, pump, pump out, out station. Pump out. Pump out. Out station. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> okay, so that's all you do with your poop. Um, well, we're talking about Josh's questions so we're here in the small boat harbor and right near us is the cruise ships and there's how many cruise ships in here every day now too many yeah there's usually like four or five now and uh josh's question is is it annoying living right next to the cruise ships i don't really notice and well i'm at work most most days the only time i ever notice it is when they um they leave because they have to i don't know leave well, you do you hear them honk them. when they leave. Yeah. I think the only inconvenient, well, it's only half the year, so you don't have to really, I'm going to get it close to my face, don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> I've got a little handsy, but it's okay. Um, Only half the year they're here, so the other half, there's no ships, and then... Yeah, we don't have any neighbors in the wintertime. We're the only people that live here yeah. throughout the winter, but... Yeah, what was my other thought? Lost my train of thought. We have a lot of people that will walk by the boat during the day. Have you ever had someone come on the boat unannounced or unappreciated? Not that I've no. never known. Well I mean, maybe if we're not here. <laughs> so what's maintenance on the boat like? That's not my department. I'm going to shift this over to Brad. Brad. Besides the motors, it's pretty much just like any other house. Yeah. Like a house with bilges and mm-hmm. ropes and captaining stations. 
Well, once you figure out how to fix the bilges, then they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, uh, oh, uh, what do houses have? Um, that little pit. What? Uh, a cellar? No, no. Like a sump pump pit? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about it later. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. Uh, one other question Josh had was, do you have mold problems? I think we already covered that. I think we do. Um, yeah, not anymore. Yeah, no. But I will say that if you don't use the, what are those things that are under the beds? Like you have to have those air things, those like plastic yeah, little grate system. Little yeah, it lifts the bed up so you don't get mold under the no mattresses. Just because you guys live on this boat, which it, it feels like a gigantic boat, and folks that are listening will put a picture if it's all right with these guys on the Facebook and the Instagram of the boat. Sure. Is sure. that okay? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be okay. That's <laughs> fine. Um, and then uh, you, get c- you guys can see what we're talking about. Not only do you live on the boat, but you can take the boat places, right? Indeed. It is a mobile boat. <laughs> so not only do you guys just live here, but you actually go poking about on the boat. Occasionally, yeah, we do. Yeah, we it's poke. It's enjoyable, poke. actually. Mm-hmm. It's nice to get away from the small town. Yeah. Like, m- Haynes is down the way from here, and so you guys putter down there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Putter, putter. Especially in the tiny hiney. And yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. So earlier today, Grandpa was very happy to take me out on this little tri-haul kind of a boat they drag around on the back of this thing. There's an arm on the back of the boat that puts this little thing up and down in the water. What is it, 10 foot long? Yeah, and it's called it's a davit. A davit. Okay, so it's a davit. It's got, a, what is that, 15 horse two-stroke on it? Yep. We go puttering along out there, and this is the lowest, smallest thing I've ever been <laughs> on the ocean in. And uh, we're heading out of the harbor. I'm telling Brad, Brad, I don't know if I'm okay with this. And I found this life vest. I decided to at least hold it. <laughs> and the minute we're coming up to the breakwater and I see the waves, Brad, like, Brad, I'm not okay with this. And just about then, we get past it. And ju- and these aren't big waves, really, in a normal boat. They're not, a w- I mean, one or two feet. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, it crested over and soaked us. And we instantly turned around and went home <laughs> with our tails tucked out of the legs. To uh, be fair. <laughs> You just weigh a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> so if I weighed less or if I sat farther back in the boat, it would have gone over the waves better. Yeah, if you weighed less, I don't think the position would really matter because yeah. we have ponchos. You should have just put yeah. the poncho on. Yeah, we took that to Haynes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm. You know, you guys also <laughs> paddle the canoe from Dai to here, so <laughs> on the ocean. Yeah. I'm. I may not be as uh, nautical as y'all. At least I think the canoe was bigger. At least outside the of the bedroom. I think it was too. The canoe was actually bigger than <laughs> the dinghy. <laughs> it is. I'll put a picture of the dinghy on there. <laughs> Since if it was a bed, it would be too small for me to lay down on. That's a, that's all I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> it was. Um, so anyhow, what else do you guys got to say about living on a boat? I love living on the boat. I don't know. I can't imagine not living on the boat at this point. No, you guys are plugged into shore power. Um, but you also have a generator on board. I do. Yep. Uh, that's a little two-cylinder, 4.4 kilowatt. I thought it was an 8.7, but it's a 4.4. I guess that doesn't matter to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and have you thought about solar? That's a question from someone else. Yes, but it's not really feasible for us because that would only charge our 12-volt su- uh, side. And if we ran everything through an inverter uh, for a 120, then it would make sense, but otherwise it's just going to charge the batteries and the only thing we're running right now on our 12-volt are some pumps, the lights, and yeah. it would be just a very small percentage, so you'd never make your money back. Yeah. 
And y- I mean, you guys have a proper refrigerator, proper stove and oven on this thing, so that all runs off of shore power. And well, the stove is propane. Okay. And uh, the fridge, it's twelve or one twenty. It obviously favors one twenty. Yeah. Now, where do you? Uh, oh, I didn't know that about the propane. How do you do that? Uh, up on the flybridge, uh, underneath, you got this little cupboard you open, and you could fit two 15-pound propane tanks. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. And the main motors are Volvos. Yeah. Tell us other interesting facts about the boat, or the boat people that are listening. Well, let me see. Okay, good. Thank you, Brad. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> uh, The boat. <laughs> yeah. Got two TMD-40s. Which, which are the motors? Yes. Yeah. They're two tiny Volvos. Six cylinders, 3.7 liters, the little itty-bittiest turbos you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they only put out like 167, 167 horsepower. They don't really advertise the torque. But uh, when we came back from Yakutak to here, to Skagway, we burned about uh, 200 gallons of diesel. Yeah. And that was about the same distance when the guys came from Valdez to Yakutak. And those guys burned uh, over 500 gallons, so they were really running it hard when they yeah. came down. Yeah, they were amazing. So they just had them wide open. Yeah, they just probably had them wide open. I didn't do that. And Danny's trying to fit the microphone into her wine glass. Uh, <laughs> 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 what, what, what do you guys do for heat here in Southeast Alaska on the boats? Oh, we have three heat sources. So we have an S-Barb and we have a Toyo. Mm-hmm. Those words mean nothing to me. Yeah, but th- they <laughs> might mean nothing <laughs> to the people listening either. So They are diesel heaters. Both of them are diesel heat. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep going. Yes. And one of them, Toyo, was added later on because we did have a problem with our heat source. And we usually we find a Toyo in a, in a house. Yes. Which is, it's a Toyotomi. And they're made by the Japanese, I believe. And it's like the main heat source here in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And so why so is that sitting here in your living room? <laughs> so we had issues with our S-Bar heater, and it went out in the peak of winter. So things got a little chilly, and we have single-pane windows. And uh, so we were, we were pretty cold in the wintertime. I don't know what it got down to, but we needed to get a new heater and, and quick, and we were having problems ordering the S-Bar parts. Uh, so we ended up just putting in the Toyo stove kind of on the whim, which worked out great for a while mm-hmm. until we uh, found that it was leaking diesel fuel all over the living room, which oh. was not fun. Is that why there's a nice new carpet? It is here? a beautiful carpet. Do you like this? It nice, nice shag carpeting. <laughs> 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 really goes with our 70s theme that we've got oh, going I on. I love the inside of this boat. <laughs> Folks, you can't see inside of this boat, but it's like mi- it's like... New Year's, your grandma's <laughs> house, and James Bond <laughs> all in one. It's like <laughs> teak. I, I like to tell people that I have friends that live on a boat because I just introduce myself as, hey, I'm Mike. <laughs> I have friends that live on a boat. And it's like fancy teak and plush faux leather that's white and, and nice gold trim and brass stuff everywhere. And it's very, like, it's a very yeah. boaty. Goes boaty together boat. nicely, I think. Yeah. With a nice flannel couch. Flannel. You know, very Alaskan. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to add that S-Bar is a forced air diesel heater. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we should explain to folks what an S-Bar is. Yes. And, and that <laughs> was... <laughs> <laughs> stuck in that Ohio, was mighty over here. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, 
That was the original heater thing. Yeah, that's the original one. Uh, it just sucks in air and it has a little uh, heat exchanger inside and pushes yep. the air over the heat exchanger and then pushes the air just like a furnace and then there's a little ducting that goes throughout the boat. Yeah. Now, someone had asked, you know, why didn't why don't you guys think about putting a wood stove in the boat? Hmm. We actually thought about it. We thought about that and we also thought about um, like those Kimberly... Um, yeah, the Kimberly wood stoves? Yeah. Well... I thought about that. The main issue is the only location that kind of works for a wood stove is in the bee berth, and that's all the way all the way forward, so yeah. it wouldn't really heat up much. And we're sleeping in the back of the Yeah, we the have aft an aft cabin. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't been wouldn't have really worked for us. And if people who are familiar with the Toyos know the complications, how your Toyo is up high. Oh, here he goes. He's trying to defend his um. It was an ingenious job. idea. Mm-hmm. 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 True. Fuel True. tanks are below the Toyo. Yeah, whatever. And yeah. Toyos are gravity feed, or gravity fed. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I found a 2 to 7 PSI fuel pump, and the maximum fuel inlet pressure you could have on a Toyo is 2 PSI. So I took a oil pressure sensor that was adjustable, cranked it down to about 2 PSI, and then I had that activate a relay that turned on the fuel pump. Okay, very nice. Onward. Onward. Let's see. What? How about like uh, other people's outlook on you guys? And you're like, oh, we live on a boat. I mean, <laughs> that, you know, what do people think about it? What's your family think about it? We've had a lot of mixed, mixed feelings on it. Actually, I think my f- my family has all been super supportive, and they think it's really neat. Um, y- you don't have to say what your family thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I would say mine think, well, they're from Michigan, so when they think of a boat, they're thinking of a pontoon boat. Yeah. Or something tiny. Yeah. Like, this has, I'm thinking, I think it was around, like, 700 square feet of, like, actual livable space. That's actually quite big. Mm. (laughs) That's bigger than most dry cabins (laughs) in Alaska. I had some guy um, that I worked with who, uh, he asked me where I lived, and I was explaining that we lived on the boat, and I just remember his reaction was, was something like, well, you got to do what you got to do until you can make it in this world. <laughs> or something, something really negative. I'm like, no, you know, I kind of like where we live. It's crazy because, <laughs> like, half the people listening are like, are you shitting us? You made it. <laughs> you know, for some people, this is making it. Yeah. Um, I mean, financially, I think this works out a hell of a lot better in the long run than renting. Oh, yeah, you you're know. not paying somebody's mortgage or something. No, I mean, I'm, I'll just say it. Like, we, we only pay our mortgage and then... Yeah, then you're just paying for the and boat. And then just you're paying for the boat. So yeah, and people do this all over the country, right? Yeah. It's not like just you guys. Yeah. It's just not yeah. not easy so much in like the interior <laughs> con- like states, right. like Idaho. <laughs> I don't know about Idaho. Maybe not in Idaho. Yeah, but here it's it's pretty common, especially like in places like Juneau. Or I'm not sure about Anchorage, but I know in Juneau there's a lot of little boards. Yeah, when you go there, there's yeah all kinds of weird. Crazy houseboats. Yeah. Yeah, the houseboats are kind of cool. They didn't really want houseboats here, so yeah. they had to find an actual boat. Yeah, I know housing is as priceless as they call it here. Mm, that's true. a convenient word. Yes. Very true. So anyhow, what tell us about you guys real quick. Where, y- where are you guys from? How did you come here? And, and what do you guys do? We are both from Michigan. Mm, you from um, we moved here, I don't even know, about 2015, I think. Um, Brad was actually working here seasonally first, and then we met in college around that time. And the following year, he brought me here. So I mush dogs. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Brad works at the power plant, and he could probably tell you all kinds of fancy things about his title that I are over power. my head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brad makes power, and I play with dogs. So that sounds like a g- yeah. yeah. Sounds like you guys are living a dream. Yeah, Some people bad. would say <laughs> it's not bad. Not bad. What else do you guys got? Doc culture is kind of cool. Doc culture. Yeah, dog culture. Doc. Dog. Doc. Dog, dog or dog? <laughs> doc. Doc. Like the the boat is at the dock. So doc culture is kind of neat. Yeah, I guess that's something different because, you know, me and Josh are always talking to people or trying to talk to people and talking about the whole living on the road thing, whether you're traveling or vacationing. There's like van life and then there's a schooly life and then there's Hmm. Subaru life. School buses. School buses. School buses. They do school bus conversions. Yeah. School bus? School bus conversions. Oh, school bus. Okay. So you guys are rolling out dock life, huh? Dock life. It is a real thing. We have met some of the nicest people in the world through um, (laughs) just trying to dock our boat. Um, We've had people that have really stepped up and really helped us out and gave us a lot of pointers and things, especially when we were kind of lost and new to things, I guess. And everybody's just really inviting around here. Everybody sits on the dock and has some beers or wine or whatever <laughs> on the weekends, especially Canadian holidays seems to be a favorite. There are a lot of Canadians. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> They're friendly neighbors to the north. They're the nearest town. That true. Better grocers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, again, folks, we are in Skagway. Closest town by road is outside the country, which is Whitehorse. A two and a half hour drive. Yeah. A lot better groceries. Any any <laughs> last thoughts about living on a boat? We drink a lot of rum, and we call ourselves pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to take the dinghy really close to a cruise ship and start shaking my hand just to yeah. see what they would do. <laughs> um, let's see here. What else? I mean, we're on a boat. The possibilities are kind of endless. Like, we could literally just be pirates. Have you thought about getting a parrot? Uh, yes, we have. It's in the works. That's we're going nice. to get parrots, and we're going to... I'm probably going to cut off Brad's leg and make it a peg leg. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that sounds like... So how how are we... <laughs> how do we close out? We just say, well, <laughs> folks, thanks for listening. Thank you, Brad and Danny. And um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> and have a good day. Boop, boop. <laughs> hey, folks, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Sure hope you enjoyed it, and we sure do enjoy bringing it to you. If you have a moment, hop on to the Instagram and follow us at Life the Last Frontier. We love seeing what our followers are up to, and it gives us a chance to catch up with y'all. You can also like us on the Facebook if you like. We do have a page there. And hey, a big thank you and shout out to the folks that have been contributing and supporting the podcast. We sure do appreciate it. Anyhow, we hope you have a great day, and we'll catch you on the flip side.